0: I'm Catherine Gallagher. Jan Pesson. And this is Bitchin' About Food. This is podcast number two. Welcome back. This is our podcast. We're very happy to be here. Today, we are in the wonderful studios of Will in Santa Monica. Uh, found him on Peer Space, a fantastic place. We don't have Nick today. And if Nick, if you're listening, hi, we miss you. Uh, but Jan and I decided that since we have a special guest today, Colleen Wainwright, our, woo-hoo! Fr- woo-hoo, our friend, that three on a mic is probably enough. Uh, Four on a mic sounded like it was going to be a little muddy. Anyway, on the way over, uh, Will had listened to our previous podcasts, and he was like, ooh, Kugel. I love Kugel. So I said to Jan, you got any of that Kugel left from Christmas? And she goes, yeah. I said, so bring some. So on the way over, Jan goes, so where do you know this guy from? I'm like, I don't know this guy. I found him on Peerspace. And she goes, well, how do you know he's not a serial killer? I'm like, Jan, I don't think serial killers eat Kugel. But I you was nev- like,
1: good point. <laughs> you never know. Good point. Serial <laughs> killers do not eat Google.
0: Anyway, bitching oh, About thanks. Food is our podcast number two, episode number two, and we have a little tiny bit of housekeeping to do. Jan, our public is clamoring, our 10 listeners clamoring for more podcasts, and one reason that we're not doing more <laughs> podcasts is because uh, we're still new. We have to pay for every session, so we're we're getting there. Eventually, we'll get sponsors like... I don't know, I'm thinking Geritol might be a sponsor. Like, I've already got a tagline already. This ain't your mama's Geritol. I think that'd be a good one. Or, you know, something to do with, like, Medicare (laughs) because of our advanced ages. I have no idea. (laughs) Wow.
1: Way to sell it. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to get sponsors now. Yeah, tons of sponsors. Um, I doubted it before, but there's no doubt now. Mm -mm.
0: We've also gotten a little feedback, like... uh, more Jan, less Catherine. That's been a that's, wow. That's been a note. Yeah,
1: has it? Yeah, and also huh? uh, t- that was Jan's
2: mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And- no, no, <laughs> my mother. I have to just tell you a quick from a story because okay. I said to her after the, the the second one I think we did. Uh, anyway, I said, you know, people seem to really, really like it, and she's like, really, why?
0: Wow, <laughs> that's my true mom. Wow. So way, I, way, I, way to go, from. Yeah,
1: so I, I don't think that my mother said that.
0: That's my point. <laughs> no, anyway. no, no, no. It, it's it. Well, the big note is me dropping the f bomb way too much. Like, you know, I've had several people say to me, it cheapens the podcast. It makes you guys seem kind of low rent and cheap. We are I, cheap. That's what I said. I said, you know what? Back in the day when I was in my twenties, I could be had for a couple of appetizers and a glass of wine. I didn't even require a full dinner. Wow. And I would take off my clothes for a man. I would. Yeah. You got appetizers? As long as long as the appetizer <laughs> As long as the appetizer was like a shrimp cocktail or something, I was all in, you know. Yeah. I mean, okay. Come on. Something fancy. All right. Now well... of course I need dinner and a bottle of wine and some dessert and... Okay.
1: Can well, we just I don't even that image alone okay. I just whatever. can't. Yeah, whatever. Well, let's Jen. not. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, th- on. thank
0: you, Will, for having us and Nick, who we were thinking about you. And now today I would like to present housekeeping's over.
1: Oh, just one last thing. Oh, to okay. be clear, Will is not a serial killer. No, he's, he's not a really, serial killer. He's a really nice guy.
0: Very nice guy, beautiful very studio. Very professional. And very Love appreciative it. of the kugel, which, yeah. you know, there was yeah. a whole thing, because he said uh, he's not doing desserts for the month of January, and so we had a whole argument about kugel. Is it a dessert or is it a side dish? Side dish. Exactly. Tell I said dish. it's a side dish with raisins. Thank you, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now I'd like to officially introduce Colleen, a friend of ours, a friend of the podcast, a super good friend to Jan. Uh, Colleen Wainwright, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about her several times
2: before. Yes. Welcome Yay. to the studio, Colleen. <laughs> Thank you, Chan. Thank you, Catherine. Very much for having me. I'm excited to be your weirdo friend on the podcast. who talks <laughs> about her weirdo diet and bitches oh, about food. Bitches about weirdo food. diet. Yeah. Listen, I have so much to ask
0: you about because. You may remember, listeners, all 10 of you, you may remember we've spoken of Colleen twice on this podcast. The first one was the pre-Thanksgiving podcast where I talked about how Colleen was going to bring her food and it was all brown. And then she said to Jan, you know what, my food is brown, but I want to talk about your diet. I actually printed out the diet because it's 11 pages long. Of Okay, let's go back. So a long time ago, Jan said to me, holy crap, I just came back from the hospital. Colleen's in the hospital, and it's not good. And I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah. They don't know what's wrong with her, but she's really, really
2: sick. And so it turns out you have... I have what is called Crohn's colitis, which is really... Sort of a mashup of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, which are two separate inflammatory bowel diseases. And because mine is centralized in my large intestine for the most part, with a little bit in the cecum, the doctor finally just said, "Well, we're just going to call it Crohn's colitis. Hooray! Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. So what they usually do
0: is they, they, being. Like, you know, Big farmer will crank out all sorts of hideous medicines for, hideous. for you to eat, for you to have in the hopes of God knows what or some horrible invasive surgery where they take out. But you discovered a way of controlling it by diet. And that's what we're going to bitch about today bitch about Colleen's specific carbohydrate diet. Here's the header knowing what foods are legal and illegal. That's it. Wow. The legals and illegals. Way to over dramatize the food situation. <laughs> Because I said to Jan on the way over here, I'm like, have you read that diet lately? What the shit? You know, it's like, um, it's so hard. And Jan goes, you know what? You could do it if
2: it meant like being in excruciating pain. You could you could do it, right? Could I do it? No. You could do it. You would miss things. Here's what happens, what I found with most things that people are like, oh, I'm going to change my life because I can't do X anymore because it's killing me. And they'll do it for a while and then they're like, oh, I really miss bourbon cigarettes coffee whatever the thing gambling whatever it is that they miss and so they do a little bit of again and then they're off to the races so that's basically the governor on me is i've had enough times where i've slipped off of this and been in pain and had to go on another round of of steroids and just the disgusting things that happen just imagine everything that's happening is happening in my test intestines and you can sort of you know go from there or you can look it up on the internet and you'll find out everything that happens to me we won't talk about it on a food podcast but Yeah. So it's kind of my governor and I go back to the diet. I just go back. I go back. There's certain things that sort of lead me astray. I'm a big fan of popcorn. Disallowed on the specific carbohydrate diet. No corn is allowed at all. No carbs, honey. No, 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 no. no, Only specific. I got to correct you here. Specific carbs are allowed and disallowed. And that's what that list is about for the most part. And also we're not allowed to have like additives and... Okay. Artificial sweeteners and such like, which, frankly, no one should be eating anyway, frankenfoods and Listen things. to
0: this. No grains of any kind, no. such as wheat, rice, corn, quinoa, millet, amaranth, buckwheat, teff, barley, spelt, rye, oats, and triticale. You don't even know what some of those are. Are you fucking no. kidding me?
1: <laughs> so no miss
0: products from, derived from these grains, such as pasta, cereals, crackers, mm-hmm. breads, other baked goods, and many vegetarian meat substitutes. I,
2: what the hell? Yeah. You do a lot of ingredient... Re- list, you know, reading, like you have to look at anything you buy that's processed at all. You've got to read the ingredient list on the background and, or in the back. And if it contains any of those things, you just don't eat it. That's just disallowed. But how, okay, so let's
0: bitch about food for a minute because I mean, you basically have to create everything that you eat from scratch Pretty much. at the ground level. Yeah. You can't just buy like.
1: just uh... to make her own ketchup. Yes. She has to make any condiment herself. Yeah. She has to make her own yogurt. Yeah. Well, a yogurt story is probably a whole story. Oh, yeah. Let's so. do the yogurt. Because, yeah, we'll start with
0: the yogurt. Well, let start with the yogurt because I, you know, I have a great recipe for homemade yogurt where you fill a giant Dutch oven with milk and mm-hmm. you put it in your oven overnight. Yeah. But in order to get yogurt, you take a spoonful of store-bought yogurt and stick it in there. Yes. Yeah. You and, can't
2: do that. Well, I could do that except that I have to have mine ferment for 24 hours because it takes 24 hours to for that um, yogurt to ferment to split all the disaccharides which is the lactose in the milk, to split all those into simple sugars. That. Yeah, I know you know, because we've that. talked about yeah. this numerous times over mm. dinner. So, of course. Um, so when I do it, it's when, anytime you're making yogurt, you're splitting those into glucose and galactose. Those are the two things that l- lactose splits into. That's how that disaccharides. To go back to chem, you have like your monosaccharides, your disaccharides, and your polysaccharides. And most of your polysaccharides are your complex starches and such, and your disaccharides are sugar sugar is basically it for the disaccharide. And then monosaccharides are glucose, galactose, and fructose. Now, I can only have... Also the name of the seven dwarfs. Exactly. (laughs) Well, three of them. Three of them. Exactly. See? She's on it. Yeah. Go ahead. So yeah. So I'm only allowed to have those three simple sugars, and I'm only allowed to have them as they occur naturally in food. So I can't just have like a fructose spinoff, which is fine. I mean, it sounds like, oh, pour me in my tiny violin, and let's all... Cry, but it's not that bad. What are you Just talking get about? Used to it.
0: I mean, all I want to do is go to the store and buy some yogurt and eat it, and all this craziness you're talking about well, is crazy. Like, it, it's a lot of fucking work. It's a lot of planning. I mean, frickin' work. Sorry, yeah. people. My F bomb, sorry. It's a lot of frickin' planning. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it of, is. Yeah. So, yeah, so my yogurt wait, you is the same as yours. But wait, you can't take store bought yogurt and put it in the milk even you if it's 24 hours?
2: You can. You can start your yogurt with, uh, I think that the only. This is a whole thing that the woman who is the main proponent of this diet, who has since passed, I think she died in like 2004 or 5 or something, Elaine Gottschall. She, um, How'd she die? She, uh, starvation. Old age. Starvation. Old age. No, no. Old age. God bless. God bless now. <laughs> See, yeah. So let's have a moment. Um, she was, um, she basically, her daughter had ulcerative colitis and she went back to school f- for undergrad in science and then uh, some kind of science and then got her master's in chemistry basically so she could study this diet that her daughter had been put on and recovered you know from the ulcerative colitis from they tried everything nothing worked this did so she went through and she tested all these various foods to see what would be okay and what wouldn't be okay so we have that's part that's the illegal legal list. is basically everything that was tested now since then we've discovered so many other foods and she's like whenever she was on the list serve back when we had lift serves when i got first got on this diet oh yeah and and people go well what about this bean she's like you have enough beans I have to go help these other people now. Go eat the beans that are on the list. So that's why there's only certain beans. I, pro- if some scientists wanted to study, like, the chemical composition oh, yeah. of various other beans, the beans we could do is it. The beans crazy. Yeah. Let me find the beans thing. So, but wait a minute. To go back to the yogurt, okay. I just use uh, a yogurt starter, uh, which you can buy online now because you can buy everything online. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then I do God. the whole thing. I, you know, make it with the milk. And you have to raise it to a certain temperature up to, I think it's it has to hit 180 degrees Fahrenheit. And then it's got to cool to this. And then you put it in there. Mix it all up for let it sit there in a hot water bath for 24 hours. But
0: wait, it says milk from animals not allowed. Do you have to use plant based
2: milk? Milk from animals not allowed. What? That's what it says. Oh yeah. no no no! You can't drink it plain. Oh, so if it's yogurt, it's yes, because okay. yogurt because when milk from animals has the lactose in it, and you also can't have. She's like, well, what about lactose free? No. Here we go. No, no
0: commercial yogurts, but no. homemade yogurt only use SCD guidelines for making yogurt from right. cow and goat milks, coconut milks, and nut milks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, has anybody taken up the mantle from her since she died? Yes. Has anybody done any research as to maybe expanding a tiny bit? Because I noticed on this thing that if you start off on the diet, you start off very restricted. Yes. And then as time goes on, they allow you a few more things yes. if allowed. Blah, blah, blah. Have they expanded on that a little bit?
2: Well, I don't know that anyone's done it with the kind of scientific rigor that Elaine did. She's from a different era, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, greatest generation or whatever. So okay. no messing around with Elaine. Um, but other many other people have taken up uh, the cause and, frankly, monetized it. So you have a lot of people online. There were people who were selling baked goods online. You could order baked goods and they would ship. They would cook them in their home kitchen and ship them to you. Okay, because here we have no... Okay, beans. This is interesting. Only dried navy
0: beans, mm-hmm. lima beans, mm-hmm. black beans, cranberry beans, green beans, lentils, split peas, and regular peas. Yes. No garbanzo. Nope. No pinto. Nope. No canned beans of any kind. Nope. No soy. No. Nope. That sucks, dude. <laughs> dude, you can't go buy a can of beans and make it. You have to soak your beans yeah. and cook your beans, which takes hours and hours. Do you have an Instant Pot? I don't. You have the Instant Pot. I know. I took Jan's Instant Pot, and it's sitting on my counter. No, no, because I didn't
2: want the Instant Pot. But
0: we're going to talk about that. You're going to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh, sorry. I turned the mic. But, I mean, so here's the thing about the diet, and Jan and I were talking about this. The reason that you follow it is because it freaking works.
2: It works. Yeah. Nothing was putting weight on me. I went on this diet. I went home with their protocol, which was basically like cans of that processed, you know, Enfamil or whatever Similac that they tell you. It's just tons of sugar and fats, which my dad, my dad, who also had Crohn's and died of it, he used to drink just cans of it, like Um, Coca-Cola. I went back in there like that, and pasta, it was the brat diet. It's basically anything that's like soft and smushy and carby and homey and comfy, and I got even sicker eating that and I threw it all away. I called a friend on the phone. I said, "You're going to go to the Whole Foods for me, please and shop for these foods." And I made the base thing, which is the chicken soup, which is what you start with. And then I made the yogurt after that and I just lived on that for I think 2 weeks. That's what I ate. And that was it. it? That chicken was it. Yogurt? Okay. Listen, when you're going when you're going, if you know what I mean, 33 times a day, you're willing to try anything. <sighs> and at the end of the 2 weeks, though, I'd finally put on like a pound or two it was enough that my doctor said well all right you can keep going and you don't have to go on the super heavy duty meds and we don't have to send you to the surgeon who was going to literally construct a new asshole for me oh, he drew a picture boy mm-hmm. that's it's motivating Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah I mean, we haven't discussed it, but I have interstitial cystitis. Yes. Which is now
0: known as painful bladder syndrome. Right. Yes.
1: And so that's kind of how Colleen and I became such good friends as Mm -hmm. well because we met in acting class. And she had a bowel disorder, and I had a bladder disorder, and she was like, let's do a play about it. And I thought, that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and we did, and it was actually pretty great. It was excellent. Yeah. What was, do we call it, Jan? Number one and number two. That's correct. It was fantastic. Can't wait to go.
0: <laughs> anyway. Get this. Jan even sang. She Jan did. sang. I danced. And, and it was fantastic. A song she wrote. It was unbelievable.
1: I didn't write it. Colleen wrote it. Oh, okay. Relax. Well, I'm you not go, that talented. You
0: inspired it. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. You did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you sang.
1: Well, so great. Well, part of it. It was so great. Part of it. Where, when Colleen goes, I just got to tell you, your harmony was so fantastic on that last, I wasn't actually singing, I was speaking. Because <laughs> I knew if I really did try, it would ruin it. Anyway, I confess. So I forget my point. Oh, the IC diet, though. There's an IC diet that when I first got sick with my um, problem, I stayed on that diet. Um, I ate like three things. Mm-hmm. That's it. For like a year. And it really didn't help very much. Yeah, that's the bummer. So Your diet
0: doesn't work. Her, it, Colleen's diet works.
1: Mine works in that, you know, there are certain things you get rid of that are triggers like caffeine and, you know, so there are certain things. But <sighs> ultimately, if I had a diet that worked like yours worked, you I do would it. stay on it. Yeah. yeah, of course. I don't like pain. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But anyway. But Jan can't have lemon. Nothing, nothing a
0: super acidic. No lemon. Yeah. Not- nothing
1: with potassium. Not potassium, a, no, high in pa- potassium. Yeah. And then, you know, well, anyway, I don't want to, but I'm, we're not here to talk about my problems. We're here no. to bitch about, yeah, about, about food. We're here to bitch about food. I was told.
0: So here's the problem. Okay. You're on this diet. Yes. So you basically are responsible for 1000%. Or you can't just go out to a restaurant and grab a burger and call it a day. Like going to a, w- what happens when you go to a restaurant?
2: Well, I'm at a point now where if a little bit of a trace of an illegal creeps in, I'm not going to die. So I do have a little bit more flexibility. For the first two years, I literally the only restaurant I went to was I had a couple friends who had an Argentine, Argentinian restaurant. And they knew my thing because they'd seen me go through it. They'd seen me lose all the weight and have to put it back on, and they made me like chicken, like plain, plain. And they would literally go through the chicken; didn't touch anything else. Did it, you know, it was like kosher, but for Colleen's diet. And uh, so I did that, but that was the only thing. That was the only restaurant meal I ate. Now I can go to, I can go to In and Out. I just get a protein burger, and I don't get any ketchup on it. Okay, you know, but
0: I- but 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 okay, but you. There's always that little bit of doubt. Be- yeah, of course. Because you're, can, you have, can you have
2: fries? Can you have potatoes? No. no. No fries. No fries. No potatoes. No potatoes. That was a hard one. No, no potatoes. Potatoes and, br- potatoes and bread are frankly the hardest. People are like, oh, cake. I'm like, yeah, cakes. I miss frosting. I miss Ralph's sheet cake. But, um, Ralph's yeah, sheet cake. So good. Ugh. That vanilla sheet cake. Just death, but so good. Um yeah, so I. Uh, so
0: what do you have it like on a, animal style meaning like it's wrapped in lettuce and it's just the protein bur-
2: style, yeah. I, bur- you can have animal style because they use the yellow mustard and yellow mustard is legal and or I'm not checking their mustard label, but most yellow mustard is legal. And I'm, again, I'm I'm in pretty good shape, so it's yeah. just a burger wrapped in lettuce with some onion or mustard on it, like every other you know person on the whatever keto protein nut job right. diet they're on for. You know, whatever reason they're on, I shouldn't make fun of other people's diets, but I I will. Yeah, um, and- go, ahead. go ahead. We don't give a shit. <laughs> you can bitch about them because yeah, you're we're the cooks who about. have to feed them. But yeah, so so I eat a lot of the stuff that the people on Paleo eat or the people who are doing Keto eat. Like those are the cl- like before when I was getting started, no one knew about the caveman diet. Now everyone's like, oh yeah, the Paleo, the caveman diet. I'm like, yeah, sort of, not really. I can eat fruit. But you can't
0: really, so if you want to go out to dinner with friends, or if people invite you out to dinner, or if you go to a party where there's food, you basically have to just say, I'll join you, but I'll just have some water and call it a day.
2: I usually with stuff like that, if it's a place like we're going to eat Thai, which is notorious for sugar and everything and noodles and rice, it's just really hard to eat clean at Thai. I'll arrive having had. There's usually a few things that are kind of safe to navigate on the menu. For me, again, because I'm pretty well recovered from this um, but yeah uh, if it's a part I mean but what I, do you mean you're recovered in other words you recovered from it but you if you start to go back to eating
0: regularly is it going to come right back yes
2: it comes back it's God. a chronic illness damn yeah yep so okay so yeah so I meet them if we go all go out to a place it's like I try to steer people towards like hey is there a place where I it's, it's, I usually say this if there's some place where I can get meat and veg I'm good I don't eat that much meat at home, but that's what I'll eat when I go out. I'll get a chick- piece of chicken or I'll get a burger or a steak or a piece of fish or something like that. It's boring, but you just have, like, you know, just fish, Do you have to tell the waiter, broccoli. like,
0: no no seasoning?
2: Just... No, I, I mean, again, I'm like, yes, I did used to have to do that in the beginning, but um, now I don't really need to do that. If they put a little bit of something in there, I'm not going to die.
0: Okay, so at home, mm-hmm. Uh Like I do these big power cooks where I cook all weekend. For example, today, Jan, you may know this because you could smell it. Uh, For some reason, I got up at four in the morning and started baking. Baking, I baked all all morning, including chicken shawarma, Middle Eastern chicken. Thank you very much. Mm.
1: Delicious. Did you smell it? No, okay. but I wasn't up at 4 o'clock, Okay, except to go pee, except- and then I went back to bed. <laughs>
0: that's Jan's thing. She, yeah, just to constantly pee because yeah. of interstitial. I'm not laughing at interstitial society. Oh, no, it's hilarious. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, so power cook, cooking, 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 and then I said to Dean, oh, we're going to go to Koto's tonight, which is this Peruvian restaurant down in the South Bay, and he goes, wait, I thought we were having chicken shawarma. I'm like, no, no, that's for the future, like I did prep cooking. Yeah. You know, prep, 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 prep. Do you have to do that? I mean, are you cooking, prepping all the time? Or do you cook every day fresh? Like, I think I'm just going to have some beans I would kill
2: myself. I would, if I had to cook every day, I would just go, I'd be, that's it. I'd rather not live because I really don't like it that much. So I do what you do. My version is I always have some yogurt, always. So that yogurt maker is going like, if not 24-7, it's going once a week. So I'm making a half gallon of yogurt a week, every week. I always have eggs. And I, and I will usually, like you do, I'll do batches of, I can make my own almond bread. Like, so it's basically bread. Like It's not really bread. It's like a quick bread, but it's made with almond meal instead, or almond, blanched almond flour instead of flour, since I can't have that. And then I can make it, I dry it into little toasts. So I usually have some- Brown- Brown, very it's brown. brown. It's totally brown. It's what I use for, <laughs> to make the croutons, to make my brown food that I'm bringing to your Thanksgiving. <laughs> totally, I bring make my brown cookies oh with it, God. and make all my brown food. Yes. Oh, shit. So yeah, I have that kind of stuff. And then the same thing as any normal person. If I'm making chili, I make a lot of chili, and I freeze it into portions. Or I'll make. I have all my recipes now that I can eat. Some of them even look like normal foods, soups or whatnot that I can make, and I'll just freeze portions of them.
0: Ugh, endless, exhausting, endless. But if you're making chili, are you going to eat it every night of the week or are you going to alternate between a soup that you made or are you going to do beans chili soup or do you do chili 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 See, well I make a lot of food but I have to stagger it because I got the deanster I have to cook for and he doesn't really like the same thing two nights in a row Jan and I you know if we were living on our own we would eat the same thing Jan yeah. okay Jan said it her last podcast she <laughs> goes I could eat like in prison like I would yeah. eat doll for a week yeah. in prison yeah speaking of doll okay let's do a little Let's take a break here from Colleen for one sec to do a little more housekeeping. People, I'm working on the website. Okay, it's hard. I'm not that great. We have a wonderful person helping us, Jen Callis, and and uh, I put Jan's doll up on the website and I put looks my looks good. I, thanks. And I, she she told me just go on Squarespace and get some stock images because I was like stock images. Well, I had no idea what I was doing, and then I put my caramelized onion dip that I. Made and then um, episodes, and we're working on. It. I mean, everything is is incremental. We're working on it, but we'll we'll get the recipe. We'll get everything. We'll get everything going up. I'm trying to get a store. I'm trying to get a little coffee mug. I'm trying to get Zazzle to make us coffee mugs and it's really hard. So, that's another little bit of housekeeping. We're we'll have merch soon. We're getting there. But anyway, um back to your cooking. So, do you eat chili like 6 nights in a row or what happens?
2: It kind of depends on how organized I've been, but I'm kind of like you, like frankly, I don't even want to say men are babies, but the people I've lived with, it's like some of them are some some people just like, no, they have to have variety. I'm like, not when I have to do it myself, you do it enough yourself. And you're like, no, I'll just eat whatever I can get down me that is satisfying, you know, that will do the job. So sometimes what dinner is, is peanuts and then an apple. And I wish I were joking, but because that's not really a grown up dinner. But, you know, I try to have like. My my goal is always this. How many peanuts?
0: <laughs> How many you
2: got? <laughs> <laughs> like I could eat like a I whole love giant peanuts in the shell bag. the yeah. Two pound bag or whatever it is from yeah. Ralph. So good, so good. So no, what I try to do is I try to have like a healthy breakfast and I have a healthy lunch and then it's like a free for all for dinner. It's like what do you got? Sometimes it's another yogurt dealio in the at night. Sometimes it's a smoothie. Sometimes it's something frozen. Sometimes it's it's whatever. It's catch as catch can dinner. Okay. But what do you,
1: what do you eat what do you snack on or do you not snack?
2: Oh I snack I eat a lot of peanuts um, I'll eat those uh, there's certain kind of bars I can have like Lara bars our brand they may want to sponsor you <laughs> Lara bars not your mama's
0: protein bar or whatever
2: Lara bars even people on hateful diets can like, enjoy them
0: Lara bars it won't come out the other end <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, that's a winning slogan. I think, that is
2: I think that's
0: my phone right now. I think they're calling. Like, yeah, uh. I
1: think I want. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Exactly.
2: So yeah, I'll eat, I'll eat a bar, or I eat a lot of fruit. Um, I'll eat a piece of cheese. I can eat cheese. Certain mm. types of cheese. I you can know what, eat.
1: Catherine? Go back to saying "fuck." I think you'll do better. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Go shut on. the fuck up. You
2: shut the fuck up. <laughs> People shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm talking about my goddamn diet. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. So, so, yeah. So, in the morning, I have, like, I do eat the same thing every morning. So, I'll go through phases where, I mean, you, and you do the same thing. You, like, talk about the diet. You talk about whatever when you're living alone. It's like the prison gruel diet. It's like, okay, I know if I have a big thing yogurt. Every morning, I have yogurt with blueberries, walnuts, and raisins, that and a hard-boiled egg.
0: See, that sounds real oh, uh, yeah, you lost me. You had me, you had me, you lost me.
2: Really? You don't like hard-boiled eggs? No. Really? No. Now, how hard are you boiling those eggs? Because if you boil them too hard, they're nasty. I don't like hard-boiled eggs. All I don't right. I don't like anything. But Dean,
0: you know, I just discovered this about Dean. He goes, I really like deviled eggs. I'm like, oh, well, sucks to be you, because I'm never making deviled eggs ever. Oh, we're obsessed. That's what happened last night, I forgot to tell you and you. We went to Philippe's French Dip oh, down, Philippe's. Down, downtown. We mm-hmm. hadn't been there since before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And then we both became obsessed with the macaroni salad. So I went online, and I was looking up the recipe. I, I typed in macaroni salad Philippe's and up came David Chang, you know, that famous chef, like, best macaroni salad ever is Philippe's. So there's no recipe for it. But I did find a good recipe for macaroni salad. I got to put my glasses back on because Dean is like, can you make this? It's so good. And I was like, it was good. We couldn't get enough of it. But see, this is the kind of thing you could not eat, Miss Colleen. Uh, macaroni noodles. No. Sweet gherkins. Nope. <laughs> diced red bell pepper. Yes. Celery. Onion. Yes. Yes. Hard boiled eggs. That's yes. what triggered. Mayo. Sour cream, pickle juice, red wine vinegar, you're out, granulated sugar, Dijon mustard, Mm -hmm. salt, black pepper, garlic powder, crushed red pepper. You know, this is one of those recipes that I said to Dean, you're going to have to help me with this. And he doesn't cook at all. But this reminds me, the secret to the macaroni salad, I think, is going to be the dice of the vegetables. Correct. They all have to be like the same size. Mm -hmm. That's not my thing. I like to throw it in a food processor and call it a day. No. So when Dean and I first started dating, low these eighteen years ago, if you can believe that, I had this, <laughs> I had this romantic notion that we would cook together. I had no idea what I was up against. Anyway, I, did I tell the stove story on the last podcast? I don't think I did. I didn't know the stove story yet. Okay, I'll tell the stove story. I'll, we'll come back to you, Colleen. Um, so maybe I said, <laughs> "Let's let's make a salad together for dinner." I said back in the day. So. Dean, I put carrots and cucumbers and radishes on a cutting board for Dean, and you know, I figured three, four minutes later, no. Like I come in and he's cutting all the carrots into like perfect squares. Like they all looked gorgeous. It looked like a it looked like a food stylist magazine. And I just like take carrots and chuck it in a bowl. I'm like, come on already. So, so we we don't cook together anymore because he's so much about the presentation and the beauty of how it looks. But it's gonna that skill is gonna come in super handy for this macaroni salad because everything has to be cut perfectly in order for the macaroni salad to be successful. The stove story is, before Dean met me, he ate out every night, like Ed Sullivan. Every night of the week, he ate out. He does not cook. He moved into an apartment, uh, and the landlady said to him, oh, I just went to Home Depot and got a brand new stove because this place didn't have a stove. And so it was shrink-wrapped, and it had like the... uh, what do you call it, the styrofoam inserts in the burners, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was all wrapped in plastic, Mm -hmm. and you know how stoves come. Yeah, So for shipping, yeah. Yeah, so he lived there for 18 years, no, eight eight years, that's 18 years, he lived there for eight years, he says five years, but the original story was eight years, anyway, it was longer than Who cares,
1: move on. It was longer,
0: (laughs) you are a big bitch. (laughs) Yes. Anyway. The walkthrough, after five or eight years, one, one of those, she walks in and she goes, oh, Dean, you didn't have to re-wrap the stove. And he goes, I never unwrapped it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He never unwrapped the stove in five years or eight years. It's because
2: he didn't have extra shoes he needed to store in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And then when I heard that story, I was like, oh, I guess I am going to be cooking. See, here's the thing. Jan and I don't live alone. Like, you live alone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't live alone. She has responsibility to her mom Right, I cook for Dean. It's, yep. it's our love language. People are asking me, like, what's this podcast about? I'm like, well, it's about doing something that you love but also along with that love comes a sense of responsibility and burden that you don't mind, but it is a reality that exists. It coexists along with the love. Because we both love good food. We love creating food for people that we love, but it's also kind of a difficult thing at the same time, right? Yeah. Wake up, Jen.
1: I, I am awake. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, you know, the, 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 one of the things was less you, more me. Okay, well, so chime far. in, Jen. Anytime chime in, Jen. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Well, if I may. And I, Colleen is our guest. Yes, Colleen. Well, Only if we're get, talking I'm here. I'm
2: here to answer questions. Yes. I'm here to be of, of service. But
0: don't you feel that, like, cooking for yourself every, all the time, nobody cooks for you. You are 1,000% responsible for all of your food intake, all
2: of it. It can be a burden. Yeah, it gets a little fucking old. And at the same time... Freaking old. This is the... It's really the same thing. It's my love language... With myself, if I may, <laughs> may. self love. You can it just drop. You self-love. can just
0: drop that no. crazy attitude right this it very minute. It seriously is Missy. though,
2: because seriously, because do I want to be like sick in the hospital, incapacitated, having Jan come and see me, frightened out of her mind because I look like a crazy person, you know, like shrunken down like a skeleton, bleeding out of places you should never bleed out of? Yeah. Or do I want to live a rich, robust, happy life where I can be of use, like go about my business, do you know, have a job, see friends, yeah. do their podcast? You know, are like, incapacitated. Yeah, I was complete. I literally could not walk up and down the stairs without help. I couldn't take out my garbage. I couldn't drive my car. I could do nothing for the first few weeks after I was released from the hospital. I was so, weak. I had no muscle left. The fat was all gone. You knew I had no ass anymore. I had nothing. I mean, I was skin and bone. I have a very large head. She
1: looks like one of those. You know, save the children commercials that you know
2: you're like a keen painting. You know those kids with the big eyes and the big heads and the yeah, yeah, that's crying. what she that's what she yeah. look like. Mm-hmm. Not and, you good. know, yeah. and i
1: I wanted to do Sam Kennison's take off on that where he genius that he was. Was like, you know, watching those late at night and wanting to just scream, you know, feed the children. And he would yell, You're right there. Give him a sandwich. <laughs> right there. Anyway, that's, but, oh, you know, God. I just remember thinking, Oh
2: God, this so, is bad. Here's the thing, though, when I make myself stuff that I like, and I do, and some of the stuff I make is easy and delicious. And I just like exclaim over and it's wonderful. I take photos of it, which I do not post to Instagram because it's boring for other people. But I'm like, look at this amazing thing I made for myself. Look at this amazing frittata. I made this great thing. And it's like I really have like there's a great joy in making something for myself that is delicious And, you know, like I was I didn't grow up a cook. I did not start cooking until I got married. And then the cooking was crazy, like out of gourmet magazine. Like I thought that's what you had to do is get a recipe and follow like a 27 step recipe with 47 ingredients to the letter. Like I didn't understand any of that stuff. Let's talk about that. Let's talk
0: about when you were married. So when you were married back in the day, Mm -hmm.
2: who did the cooking? I did the cooking. Well, no, he would do the cooking, but he was like, you know, he was just like man who needs to eat so it was like some version of campfire stew which would be i didn't even want to discuss what was in there but it did involve like nacho doritos and i'm like i'm not eating this stuff <laughs> i don't even like nacho doritos like gross Ew. campfire stew what on earth is it that? was just basically whatever cans of anything you could haul to the campsite you put them all in a pot and then you put Doritos on top, and that would be dinner. That sounds Freaking delicious. And <laughs> so no, he would, you know, we ate a lot of cereal. He would cook himself cook himself cereal, you know, in the morning. But, so yeah. If but he needed, we see that
0: guy that every three months would come in and go, I'm making dinner, and it would be like a super fancy dinner that would get, no.
2: no. And so- we never had, we lived in like one of those crazy you know, walk-up apartments in Chicago with like a wooden porch in the back, wooden fire escape. Which, I know. Who thought of that? Chicago, I don't know. Chicago. Wooden and fire and I came up. That's our home, Chicago. <laughs> right. So hey, we Chicago. we rarely even barbecued. So that's usually the usually. I know not with you guys, but usually that's the man's province. That's where they sort of soar. But yeah, that wasn't even his thing, and he was always appreciative. And the God bless him, he ate all the mistakes. Like I did learn to cook under his watch, and yeah. he ate all those mistakes. So. Yeah. Jim Underdown, he is like will always be dear in my heart for that alone. So what does he
0: do now? Does he cook for himself now? Did
2: you... I don't know. What he, he's remarried now for many years, many more years than we were married. She's delightful, and I have no idea what they do. But he's mellowed a lot in many ways, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does some cooking. That's interesting because
0: yeah. I was talking to a couple the other night at dinner, and and I was telling them about this podcast, and I'm like, "What about you guys? What do you do?" And they both go, "We share cooking." I'm like, "What? Come on, <laughs> nobody does that." And they go, "They actually, yeah, they do share the cooking, like and but they're." Follow recipe people.
2: What's it like? I wouldn't care. You could follow any recipe you want. I might want write a first refusal on that recipe, you exactly. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But I'd be pretty... if, As long as we knew, like, this is off limits, I can't eat this. I did... I have dated men who cooked, and it was a dream. It's a dream.
0: Oh! Have you dated
2: men that cooked for you post-diagnosis? Yes. Diagnosis? yes. Were the you surfer. Your... Remember the surfer? Yeah, vaguely. I think that's one of the reasons I stuck around because... Well, there were other reasons, but... um He was really a good cook. He had been a a river guide, and so he learned how to cook, you know, doing all that stuff. he told you the trick with the steak. He's the one who taught me cowboy steak. Yeah. What, on a cast iron skillet? Cast iron skillet. So burning, burning, burning hot. And then you just sear it on each side for whatever. What is it? I haven't made one in years because it sets off my smoke alarms now. I don't remember. But I think it's like you sear it on one side for two minutes, on the other side for two minutes, and then you stick it in an oven immediately, like a 400-degree oven for however long, and you test it by, like, pushing your finger and yeah. it's got to bounce back. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the most delicious day, I literally can't make any kind of meat in my apartment anymore on the, on the stove because it just sets off the fire alarm.
0: Honey, the disconnect alarms. the smoke alarm and then <laughs> reconnect it. Come on. That's crazy. What kind
2: of apartment dweller am I? <sighs>
0: no, I mean, that, okay, so yeah, having someone cook for you is, is definitely a treat. But I don't know. There's that sense of, like today I made English muffins. I am working on my English muffin game and Ooh, that's like- hard no, it, it's not. It's not hard. But You have to have the molds and everything, too, don't you? No. <laughs> we had a whole discussion about this because I just freeform it. Oh. So Dean goes, how come they're not round like they are in the store? I'm like, well, you need an English muffin ring, and I don't have one. And I said, look, it's rustic. He goes, okay, whatever. <laughs> I could tell he wanted it to be round, but they're, they're rustic. But they turned out great. But the thing is, like like you say, I made it, and I had this huge sense of accomplishment. Like, oh, oh yeah, look what I did. I just made these great English muffins. It took a minute to do. It's my third try. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, we never did a post-holiday wrap-up. Your brisket at Christmas was
2: outstanding. Outstanding. Out- Colleen was there. Outstanding brisket. brisket. Really so delicious. Brisket at Christmas. Wow,
1: really good. Yeah. Okay. Really good. The Hit potatoes the were fantastic. Well, that's can't vouch for those. That's that's my mother's recipe. I don't really I don't really feel like I cook. I feel like what I do is make a few things that my mother has told me how to do, and I can grill on my grill. And which you also are an ASAP. Ace, at, ace which, griller. Which
0: is what I do. And a great cake baker, because she's from Kentucky. You southern girls can bake cake, I'm going tell you. Uh, not
1: really. I am. Oh, no, you're. Really.
0: You, no, you are a great cake baker. You're banana. But I'm not
1: really from Kentucky. Well, okay. I mean, I'm afraid I... you are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How do you figure you're not from Kentucky? You were born there. What does it say and on your You lived certificate? there yeah. all the way until you went to college. I rest my and that's case. where your mom lived. Mm-hmm. So, no, you're not from there. Kentucky.
1: Well, <laughs> not if you go by what the other kids in school used to say to me. No, that like... has
0: nothing to do with. Are you a Jew? You... Okay. (laughs) You Jew, yeah,
1: yes, (laughs) that got well.
0: Yes, Jan was the only Jewish girl in her little Kentucky town. Yeah, whatever,
1: whatever. They've come a long way, I think. Yeah, except they still vote for Mitch McConnell. So, but they had to ask you about
2: your horns and your tail for a while. Not for a while, or the eyes in the back of my head. So, huzzah! Hmm.
1: But anyway.
0: Wow, this podcast really took, yeah, took a nosedive. Nose Maybe dive. less
1: Jan. More you guys. Yeah. Probably. That would probably be best. Less Jan. Less Jan. Send us an email if you want less Jan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bafpod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Send, and send us an email at bafpod at gmail.com if you think that we use the F-bomb, if I use the F-bomb too much, and I'll send back a response.
1: You, you know what? It, 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 just going back for a minute on, uh, I, I love how, Catherine is our little promo, like every two seconds ad promo. <laughs> it's like Who it's not amortized? your mama's. Geritol. It's no. not your
0: mama's geritol. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's she's doing it. She's doing all the work. Silver centrum. Yeah. Work, work, yeah, work it. Um, Come on, man. But now I can't remember. See, that's what, what happens what, when you get older. Jan. I can't remember
0: can't anything. Can't remember anything. Shit. Hate that. Okay, so
1: oh well,
2: moving on.
0: So let's go back. So. So, you, what
2: types of things am I actually making? No.
0: Oh, okay. Back to when you were married. Oh, when were, I was married. And like you guys were cooking. You were mm-hmm. cooking every night. I was cooking and all that other crap. So, I mean, did you feel like crap all the time because you were making food that is now you know illegal, or did you not have all sorts of Crohn's? No, I didn't.
2: I mean, it's did you a- have
0: the did you have the the inkling that this was coming down the pike? Did you have bad reactions to food sometimes? Let
2: us put it this way. <laughs> I had a friend who once was a personal assistant for a famous actress, a New York actress, who was a broad back when there were broads and dames. And they went shopping one time, and they were shopping in some very fancy upscale store. And somebody walked by and passed gas. And this lady in a very loud voice said, oh, it sounds like somebody, sounds like a rat crawled up somebody's ass and died. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, this is what it was like. Like with escalating frequency and intensity for the last however long of our marriage, that poor guy. I mean, like it was there was no question that I was eating things I had no business yeah, eating. Yeah,
1: done. I'm like that now though, and yeah. I don't have what you have. Yeah, so oh yeah.
2: well, well, maybe you want to try the specific carbohydrate diet. <laughs> maybe <laughs> two things can be wrong, Jan. Yeah,
1: two. You can have two things. So oh, that's sorry.
2: not an issue. Not really anymore. That's the thing. It's actually kind of a canary in the coal mine. If you will, um, that yeah, if that starts to happen, then then I know know that things are coming. Then then I know it's like, oh, you've been eating too many X, Y, or Z. Because there's legal things I can eat that will also exacerbate the condition. If I do too much honey or too many, like too many of my baked goods, even or whatever. If I lean too much into one thing and away from the protein and veg, then that will start to happen.
0: Yeah, can you? I mean, I guess being on because I have a couple of friends. One friend in particular who's a vegan who wanted me to do a whole segment on veganism and and when you said honey that reminded me cuz vegans they can't have can't honey, have honey. Yeah, so sad and my whole thing with her was you know it's the thi- it's the only thing bees do you don't kill the bee to get the honey that's their job to get honey so like why can't you have honey but that's going to be a good podcast yeah she wants to do a whole she like why when i don't
1: understand that because it they comes from drink.
0: A, it comes from an animal, so the an animal
1: product. So they don't drink milk either. No, no, huh. no cheese. They don't eat
2: eggs.
0: No butter. No cheese. No, don't, milk, don't no milk. No honey. No, no, um, no dates or figs. One of the two. Either what? either dates or figs. One Wait, of those what? two. Okay. Is that like bug poop? No. Here's the deal. A wasp has to crawl into I want to say a date. Wasps crawl into dates and die, and that's what makes the date a date or a fig a fig. Okay. And so a true vegan will not eat that because it has an animal embedded into it.
2: Okay, so you know what? The one thing I actually like that I can eat I'm now never going to eat again, which is dates. Uh, I might. It might be figs. I think it's figs. I really like figs, too. Well, look it up. I will, and then I'll never eat that thing again. That's not well, true. You're <laughs> it's eating like it. A, it's, I'll eat it.
1: It's like my friend, I think it was Carol. Carol. Yeah. yeah. Carol... Um, Just so, Carol's so fine Okay, no last name. sorry <laughs> um, It's and, like A.A. Jen yeah, okay. No last names But she's the one who told me that oysters on the half shell They're alive They're alive they're when you alive.
2: eat them Yeah. So what? So are lobsters when you throw them in the boiling water Yeah, yeah. well I don't
1: eat those either mm. But I mean, I never knew that about oysters yeah. That they're actually alive when you're eating them I know, it was a little bit of a bummer when I and found And I that. don't eat them anymore Oh God, they're, they're so delicious. delicious Nope, done, <sighs> forget yeah. it well, I love oysters. I'll spend a few extra weeks in purgatory.
0: Oysters are good. Mm, yeah. You can't do it. Nothing with a face. Uh, uh, vegans don't eat anything with a face. And so I have a friend who's a vegan, and then he had a lobster. And I was telling my brother, I go, oh, so-and-so had a lobster. And my brother goes, well, it's a very tiny face. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't want to eat a lobster either. But Really? No. But I would be. A, i very would, sensitive. Uh, I, I would Leicester. be a vegetarian, except I like meat. I. <laughs> no,
0: I was telling. No, here's
1: the thing that didn't come out right.
0: No, I was telling my friend. I said mm. my friend who wants me to do a whole vegan thing. I was telling her. I said, look, I I probably could give up meat. It would be actually harder to give up fish than meat. But yeah. the thing that I would have a real problem with is cheese.
2: Oh, I
0: freaking love. Cheese. I love cheese,
2: and you can have cheese. I can have not all cheeses. I can't have fresh cheeses, but I can have ninety age. Ni- yeah, it says exactly. here ninety days exactly. or older. It exactly. says on here, yeah, on this sheet. Exactly, yeah. So that's your your cheddars, your uh, you, Swiss, Gouda, your Roquefort. Ro- well, you Roquefort's some... a little challenging, actually. Oh yeah, it's right on the edge there. Mm-hmm. Mm, why too that? If they're too aged, that's also a problem. Like the blue cheeses are a little can be a little bit. You have to have those in moderation. Same with. I can't have a lot of, like, Romano or, or Parmesan, but you usually don't eat the, that to excess anyway. It's more of a an accent food.
1: I remember one time I came over <laughs> yeah, to your right. house and you made um, pasta marinara, but you made it with... Did I make uh, the gravy? You made the squash. Oh, you made okay. the butternut squash, mm-hmm. right, that was like your pasta. Mm-hmm. You mean spaghetti the squash? Spaghetti squash. Yeah, spaghetti mm-hmm. squash with... That's well, different than butternut, John. Okay. It's Sorry, the one that thanks. turns into strands like spaghetti. Yeah, right. Hence the name. I, That's what I said. Yeah. Thanks for paying attention. Anyway, <laughs> what was I saying? Anyway, marinara. She forgot. It. I said. She, sound... she
2: lost her train of thought. <laughs> marinara? I'm just gonna go home. Or was it with the meatballs?
1: Jan's always losing her train of thought. That's Shut what happens when you up. get really old. <laughs> marinara. Okay. Can we turn off her mic no. for just like five seconds? That'd be fantastic. Less <laughs>
0: Jan. B A F Pod at Gmail Let's take a poll on Instagram. More Jan or less Jan? Send us an email. <laughs>
1: god she's a witch
0: okay <laughs> anyway. so wait let's go back spaghetti squash
1: sounds yeah. delicious it was yeah. delicious okay. it's delicious and i thought wow this is
2: this would be great and you don't feel like you're going to pass out and take a nap after you have no dinner. what would your mom say if you made her spaghetti squash with marinara what would your mom say
1: i know i'll eat it but i don't really like it me Kinda of watery. Yeah, it's a little watery, and just yeah. And I'm not. <laughs> your mom I'm not that is, big a fan of pasta to start with, so. Your mom really... is
0: interesting because she has very. She's also on a very specific diet, like Colleen. Only it's like foods that are from her past. Yes. That she wants, like, like black radish. That's a great example. A great example is black radish.
1: Yeah, and she has stomach issues, and she can't really eat black radish. So we don't get that anymore. You yeah. know. it's it's or she she'll should... get
0: or I'll get a black. Uh, I found a black radish, and she goes, "Oh, it's off season. It's a black radish from somewhere Australia or something." I like it better from
2: wherever. You I know. cannot even imagine cooking every day for the for a firma. Um, yeah.
1: oh, well, I don't really. I mean, I do, but I don't. If if, what if does she that mean? were well, if if she were talking, uh, she would say, you know. Like, she has to scrounge in the icebox to try to... Icebox. Scrounge? Is that the word she uses? She uses I, the word scrounge? Scrounge. Scrounge. And I use the word icebox, which I got from her as well. Because was going say I was born okay, in a while Jan. in 19... Welcome you know, to 1870, Jan. But whatever. Um, you know, we live together. What can I say? She's 93. And it's... it In her mind... I had to scrounge around the icebox for something and I couldn't find anything. I mean, I know in her mind she thinks i'm i'm either trying to kill her with with food or starve her or you know i i just i know but you know i spend a great deal of my brain power trying to think of what I'm going to feed her yes. and then you know, yes. having it and then I don't because brain power. Because I don't feel good or yep. you know, I'm working too much or whatever it is. That's it's, emotional labor, Jan. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and especially
0: if you're not feeling well yourself, mm-hmm. then you have to haul ass to
1: figure out what you're gonna eat yeah. and what your mom's gonna eat and you don't feel great. Right. That blows. Right. Because I would be like Colleen. I would eat an apple and I would eat some nuts and yeah. I would call it a day. Yeah. That's what I would do. However, I mean, I was thinking about this, you know. I think about things like this when I'm like on the treadmill because it allows my brain to actually like sort of turn off in a weird way. But, you know, thinking about uh, like when you watch Matlock and the fact that he has every suit that is exactly the same. (laughs) Wait a minute. minute. First of all, who watches watches (laughs) Matlock? What is it? 1972. What the fuck? I want you both to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Matlock. What is that on? (laughs) I (laughs) I hate you both right now so much. (laughs) Okay, first of all, first of all, what channel is that on? The Wayback Channel.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's MeTV or Me something. MeTV—that's what Dean watches when he watches Star Trek. Anyway, that's the Me Law and Order TV. channel, isn't it? Oh my god! I don't
1: know what channel. No. What do you no.
0: watch also? My... after that?
1: Green Acres. Okay, Come no. On, but Matt. <laughs> okay, now you—I do okay. remember what I was saying. By the way, okay, good. So, Keep Matt Locks, Um My mother liked that show. She's seen them all a million times. We don't watch them over Who's and over the star again. Star of Matt Locke? Um... What's his Andy, Andy Griffith. Griffith. Andy Griffith. Ugh. Anyway, so... He creeps me out. But he doesn't mean... You say that about people sometimes, and I'm like, why? Andy Griffith
0: and Diana Ross are two celebrities that really
1: creep me okay, out. Okay, well, obviously Diana Ross is now not going to be on our podcast. I hope you're happy. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't <laughs> okay. want her on my podcast. All right. Okay. So, Matlock has, like, all the same suits. Yes. And he wears the same suit every single day. Yes. And I thought, well, that's just a quirky... Why would you do that? And now I understand why. Because it takes just as much brain power to figure out what you're going to wear every day. That's why a uniform for students is a good thing. Then my not, mother loved it. Because then you're not yes. thinking about, well, what am I going to wear today? And I sort of do that with my job. I have like a rotation of five things. Right. And yes, I wash them in between. And I wear them. And I'm too fat to wear most of my other stuff anymore. But <laughs> I have like five things. And it's like a uniform. So I don't have to think about, because it takes as much brain power to think about what you're going to wear. And I don't have room for it. Yep. And, and cooking... Getting back. And that's my point. It's the same same thing. It it, it takes up just as much brain power to think about what you're going to have, what ingredients you need, how you're going to get it, and then you got to cook it. And it's a lot. It's a lot. That's why my
0: Excel spreadsheet has literally saved my life. My Excel spreadsheet of what I'm going to eat. I plan it a month in advance. And then I push the cells all around when I decide I don't want to make something
1: yeah my willingness doesn't go that far no mine either because that's bordering on like freaky behavior Anyway, so that's kind of strange. Hang yeah, in there, Colombo. It's that's a bridge too far. Yeah. It's oh, a little oh. bit of a bridge too far. Yeah. Show, what are you Columbo. talking
0: about? Mm. Excel has saved my life, literally. I love Excel. Mm-hmm. Send us an email if you use Excel you, at B-A-F-P-I. Why don't you to, marry Gmail it?
1: <laughs> anyway, all right, enough about this crap. So my point is, it, it it takes a lot of, the amount of energy that it takes with food and everything around food, it's exhausting, yeah. I find. That's why you have a repertoire. Yeah. You have to. You have to th- have a
2: uh, you have to have a collection of recipes that you can cook on, you know, autopilot.
1: Yeah. But
0: the thing about your thing is that you don't really have that many options. So, you know, they're
2: narrowed. They're vastly narrowed. Yeah,
0: so you really, you know, you you don't have to think that much about what you're going to cook cuz you only have a few things that you can really cook. You just have to figure out like how you're going to plan your meals basically like what you're going to eat and how often you're going to eat it i suppose right
2: yeah it's it's it really kind of is like how do i make sure there's the basics are always at the ready and then because i'm like all humans i apparently need some kind of variety is then when am i like what treat will i make myself by which i mean like how when will i take the time to like pulverized cauliflower, you know, rice cauliflower in the Cuisinart and make that. I know it's a, it's a horrible, hateful mess, but... Why can't you get the rice, the cauliflower crust at Trader Joe's? Is there full of other Oh, it's full of other stuff. You can't uh-huh. have that. Okay. No. And if I'm going to make pizza, I do it with almond <clears throat> flour. I don't like that cauliflower crust pizza. It's kind of weird to me. But I use it to make uh, like a version of fried rice. Detoxinista. Can we like plug other people outside of this? Sure. Detoxinista has these great recipes, a lot of them. There's so many great food What's bloggers it called? now detoxinista Detoxinista okay yeah. cool She's got these recipes on there and she has one for she's like I never really like fried rice I'm like what kind of freak are you doesn't like fried rice but okay girl so she'd made because her husband did so she wound up making them like a cauliflower fried rice and when i saw i'm like that's disgusting and then my next thought is well i'm desperate i'll try it and it's delicious wow okay it's delicious and it's pretty close to fried rice Hmm. because if you think about it that what that what rice is just doing is providing texture and it's sort of like a vehicle for all the other stuff so you put enough like other little veg and little whatnot and do your egg in it and enough salt, and I have to use coconut aminos instead of uh, soy sauce, but it's delicious. Coconut aminos is like a, it's a, miracle. a very low... Uh, it's like a... Uh, what is that? It's it's
0: a, a bunch of Instagrammers, uh, like the Kitchenista, who's a wonderful Instagrammer, a wonderful cook. Um, she uses coconut aminos a lot. That's kind of like the new darling ingredient that mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot online. Is... It gives you
2: your umami. Yeah. It's a little sweeter than like soy sauce or tamari, and you do have to add salt to it. So I'll, usually when I'm doing like the cauliflower fried rice, I'll do that. Plus then I'll add salt more than she advises. And then I will also put in usually a little like sesame oil, that toasted sesame oil from Trader Trader Joe's. Yeah, they have that. Delicious. It's delicious. Add that, and then you know, and it ta- it gives you that depth of flavor <clears throat> that you're really looking for in a dish like that. Huh. Okay. Well, that's okay. Good. So you know. do that every once in a while, or I make my friend Peleg. Who was born and raised in Israel and he moved here when he's, I think, 13. Wait, Pegleg? Pe- <laughs> Peleg, P E L E G. Oh, Pegleg. Okay. And he, his grandmother, because I can't have falafel, which was a great tragedy of my life because falafel is one of the five most delicious foods in the world. Oh, God. Delicious, delicious. I used to live on Falafel King. Why? And What's it made out of? Bulgur? Chickpeas. Oh, yeah, man. I no chickpeas? Those, no garbanzos. Even, even dried that you no, soak yourself? No. Remember, it's on that list. You read it at the beginning of this podcast. Mm. Do you not even listen to your own podcast? Well,
0: shut up, Colleen.
2: Okay. Oh. Boy, so- would you look at the time. She's almost ready to leave. <laughs> My God. So seriously, his grandmother, he's like, oh, you should have these. They taste like falafels. I'm like, come on. Nothing tastes like falafels. Well, I made it. And these turkey meatballs... You can make them as a burger, or you can make them as little meatballs, and they taste like falafel. But well, what's the binder if it's not garbanzos? It's, you, it's It's turkey meat you use, and then you use egg, and that's it. Well, then you mix. You also mix in like some other, like a grated. There's a grated carrot in there. There's some chopped parsley. Uh, what about the, can onion. you have brewer's yeast? No, God, no, no yeast. Now you don't really get anything that like that that sort of binds things like you're used to. Yeah. But you can
1: do butter, right?
2: Oh yeah, you yeah. can do butter.
1: Yeah, because I cook for you. When you come over, yeah, you make delicious
2: foods, and I love that. Uh, whatever that casserole is with the zucchini is delicious. Yeah, it's yeah. That is a you good should put casserole. that on there. <clears throat> put
0: that, that, is, that on there. Yeah, that was, a, that was that a was a good, good Christmas thing too. Yeah. By the way, my chicken salty moga I thought was delicious at Christmas too.
1: It was okay, Jan. I man. mean, it was delicious. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, it was okay. It was so good. It was okay.
0: That that we you know we that was uh, I love and then I of course I did my little. uh Honey baked ham for New Year's Eve,
2: which is always a big fat hit. Wonderful.
1: You can't have that either. Uh, Well, can you have ham?
2: I I I probably shouldn't because I know most of it's cured with sugar, but that's one of those things I just do. But I only do. I'll have it like once a year, maybe. Yeah, a small amount.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I. uh, I got nothing.
0: Okay. Less Jan, less Jan. Jan's run dry. Send us an email, Less Jan. Well, I mean, we are at four minutes now uh, left, so I think we could wrap this particular episode up. And uh, I would just like to say thank you for
2: coming and Any, supporting us.
1: Anything you want to add, Colleen, before she? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me. I I really love this. I genuinely love this podcast. Before I even heard that my name was on, I'm like, that's a G- genius idea for a podcast yeah. i totally relate to it i think this is an amazing public service and frankly you're both hilarious so yeah both less and more of each of you and thank you absolutely <laughs> and i say that with great love in my heart but i just think it's so helpful to hear other people in, I, was it the last podcast you talked about or, this, or the first one i can't remember but you talked about i want to hear what people do yeah because i don't hate food i love food and yet there's this drudgery a certain amount of drudgery attached to it just like life there's tasks we don't want to have to do is how do people cope well and there's and nothing have fun with there's it?
0: nothing that's representational in social yeah. media or anything You're right. you know a, a fucking tiktok every video is like here's how you make this 30 seconds later you have this amazing no. that's not how food works no. even like you know watching the Food Network hi today we're gonna make chilaquiles it's like oh kill me I could make chilaquiles too if I had a 10 billion dollar kitchen like you do mm-hmm. so I mean it's it's hard Everything's celebratory everything's fast everything's happy everything's great I want to be like the cranks of the food industry I want to be it real cr- cranky bitchy uh, while also celebrating good food and loving food I want to, you know, have what it's really like to cook all the time. So anyway, thank you for coming. No, oh, you're welcome. And, thank um, you for having me. Thanks. And we'll see you next time, people. Oh, that's the other thing. We we had some feedback on our sign-off because I wanted to do later, bitches. But again, that was deemed to be low rent. So Jan came up with, bah! And you have to tell the story of how we reached, bah! Tell the a story.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, this was back when I was living in Kentucky, where I guess I'm from, because I She's was She's from there. Kentucky. Anyway, we, we were leaving um, some friends of my mother's house. I was younger anyway. My mother was driving, and they had this big circular driveway, and they're all standing at the door, you know, saying goodbye, and we have to go around again. <laughs> so I say to my mother, I'm going to roll your window down. I want you to say something <laughs> clever as we go by, you know, as we're leaving. And so she's like, I can see the wheels are turning and she's contorting herself and she's getting all ready to go. And we get to the thing and she goes, bye, (laughs) (laughs) bye, bye. So I was like, I laughed all the way home because I thought, wow, you really worked hard for that. So that's our new
0: sign off. Okay, so here we go.
1: Okay, bye, bye, bye. (laughs)